Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. I'm here. Okay. I guess you're on A. I pulled, a player, of I pulled you up. Well, okay, we've got A, B, I'm and on. C. Okay, regardless. <laughs> nice. Okay, keep talking. We'll, we'll, I'll determine that. Well, you just turned Trey. it off. Okay. Check, check, one, two. <laughs> oh, it looks like I'm on B, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you you're you're where you're supposed to be. Okay. Okay, okay. so, Trey, what did you think of the game? Your turn. Well, what did I think? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, obviously, you know. Not the game, the, the outcome that we would have expected. I, you know, I've said plenty of times on here that I think this is the best roster that Sam Pittman has. I still firmly believe that. I just worry about one group. I mean, the offensive line has kind of done this to us for three games this season, and uh, it really showed up as an issue in this one. Now, there were instances that were – Unfortunately, you go to that final drive. I know they've been working all fall camp on trying to make sure they didn't have to make multiple moves. You know, they brought in Amari Wiggins because they, so they didn't want to have to move Patrick Kudis from right tackle to center and then move somebody in at right tackle, making two moves to make one. And then they ended up having to make three moves on the offensive line when Chambly went down and the, or when Kudis went down and then Chambly went down after that, moving Brady Latham to left tackle and uh, moving a Marion Harris in and then moving Chambly over to right tackle. It's just, um, unfortunate the way that played out i do think that you know some of the calls uh were were poor penalties i don't think that now arkansas had too many penalties regardless but uh, there was a couple of times where i thought you know like the antonio greer roughing the passer i thought was ridiculous um the third and five where arkansas gets called for encroachment i thought was ridiculous the center clearly flinched on that um and then there were a few other things here and there that uh but still regardless of of those penalties those instances uh, Arkansas should have still beaten that team handily, and I just don't feel, think they feel very comfortable right now with the offense they have. And I also question some of the choices they made. Like, uh, you know, we asked Sam Pittman last week about Isaiah Satania only playing 11 snaps, and, uh, you know, he said something about he needs to be a, a better blocker. Well, people need to be blocking for Isaiah Satania. <laughs> I mean, the guy needs yeah. to be on the field. Like, yeah. why? Like, just, I just thought that was kind of ridiculous. And then with A.J. Green, you know, the guy gets like 63 yards on his first three carries and has six carries the rest of the game. Like, the guy's rolling pretty good. Let's let's feed him. I'm just not a big fan of rotating running backs. You know, if you've got a guy that's hot, you got to feed him. Obviously, he can't just carry every play, but, I mean, you got to roll with the guy that's hot. Um, they have issues on the offensive line. I think they've got to ask themselves – some questions there um you know i don't disagree with the caller a minute ago i heard uh and you know the thing with dan enos's offense is it can be a lot of things and he needs to find out i just i feel like they're going through some growing pains um andrew ellis i was talking to earlier made a really good point you know going back to 2015 kind of a similar start uh for the offense that season until they started figuring things out about what they do well and hopefully that's coming down the road uh, but they need to hope that Devon Manuel, A, gets healthy, and B, is good. And that will help them a little bit. You know, Andrew Chambly, I've said several times, I think he's got a bright future, but he's a year away. 
He's just a year away, and I worry that that's the same case with Patrick Kudis right now. Uh, I've heard people complain about the defense. My mind is blown by that. I would take that defensive performance every single week. Uh, you know, they, they gave up some plays here and there. That's just going to happen. There are other players over there on the other team that are good players, and it's the game designed for offense to have an edge. So I thought the defense played really well. 281 yards given up and you lose, That's that just shouldn't happen. Um, They've got to get some things figured out on the offensive line. And I, I don't disagree with the caller either on, you know, K.J. holding the ball too long sometimes. I think that was uh, that definitely happened. I don't think it happened all the time. But, um, you know, there was, there was a lot of issues with the offense. I, and, you know, special teams, again, you know, I've, I've talked about Max Fletcher, the guy can boom, the punt, boom, boom punts. And I would accept a shank punt every 25 punts or so, but it feels like it's one out of four. And uh, that's just that's just too many. You can't have a ten yard shank punt. And if you look at you know how they scored against Arkansas, you know it, an interception where KJ's pressured, throws the ball, and you know and they return it to the twenty yard line. They score off that. Uh, you know they, they they had the trick play. Um, you know I think Jordan Crook lost his eyes on the running back there. Thought it was just going there, and the guy slips out and it's wide open. That was um, very unfortunate. But there's just a few plays here and there. There's, they had really two good drives against Arkansas's defense, and both of them required amazing catches, I thought. Uh, but penalties have got to get cleaned up. There's no question. Uh, at the same time, I thought the, the officiating was, was pretty poor uh, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some calls that, you know, like K.J. getting speared. I mean, why, why Oh, that my call? goodness, yes. Yeah. Um, but I thought that there was a lot of instances where the refs could have made calls uh, against BYU and didn't, and then there were some times where I thought that a call was made that shouldn't have been called. Uh, so that happened. But get get Isaiah Satania on the field. Hopefully this what Sam Pittman is saying about the hand injuries with the offensive line is true and they can get healed up and that will make a difference. I mean, you're, there's just a lot of hoping you know, mm. going on right now. Uh you know, sometimes the script doesn't play out exactly like you think it's going to. You know, we look at this and say three games, Arkansas win those three games, and then they get into this four-game stretch, and, and hopefully they win one of those. And, you know, I predicted eight eight wins at the beginning of the season. I'm not just, like, bailing on that. It looks more difficult now. Uh, but who knows how the script plays out for this team. Um, but they've got to rally and come back because, you know, if they thought that BYU – if they thought BYU had a good defensive line – why do they go down to Baton Rouge and get a load of these guys? I mean, they've got to they've got to get better there and hurry and get there quick. You know, we'll find out. Rocket Sanders, he's supposed to do some practicing today. They practice at five ten. That's why I'm on early, obviously. Uh, but if they can get Rocket Sanders back, get Devon Manuel back, who by the way is from Louisiana, um, you know, maybe that'll be better. But this is a good defense, I think. They're going to have problems here and there. It's not going to be perfect, but I think they've got a, a, a pretty solid group on defense overall, and um, maybe that's the ticket. Maybe it's uh, it's playing in the hands of defense. You know, that fourth and one call at midfield, that's another where they scored on that. Uh, they scored a field goal off that. Uh, I still stand by that. I, I, I'm with people that say, you know, why not K.J. Jefferson under center there? But also, for me, punt the ball. And I'm different than a lot of people, you know, in that regard uh, that want to go for it all the time on fourth down. But your defense is playing great. And punt them. Pin them deep if you can, I guess. You know, Max Fletcher has a tendency not to punt deep sometimes. But uh, when Max Fletcher's 
punting it well, he can boom it pretty good. So that's my opinion on that. I, I just think you punt them. Um, defense is playing great. And then, uh, you, you know, you live to fight another day. I feel like the momentum just completely swung there. You've got a 10-point or a 14-point lead in the first half and a 10-point lead in the second half, and you lost both of them. We will talk about the um, T.J. Hammonds Award when we come back. Who's that going to? Somebody who's oh, I, getting I their doctorate in playing? I think you know. I think I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out in a minute. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. All right, Trey, I've got a very interesting question. Well, I actually have two of them. I need to get two. From our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback, uh, Savage says, Ask Trey, how did he get locked in the stadium Saturday? <laughs> did that not know he's in the building for his walk and talk? <laughs> how do people not know that? Yeah. Um, so it was late, obviously. It, it, it was after midnight, uh, but that's just kind of the way games go. <laughs> And uh, I wasn't the only media person. Other media people did. I was the only person that was trying to do a walk and talk and talking into a camera. So I didn't, you know, I'm trying to walk and make content. And I didn't want to be like, well, let me call somebody real quick. Um, But I think other people were able to get out by uh, calling some people. But, yeah, I had to I had to scale a fence to get out. No. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I had to scale fence. Well, they, you skin up. They turned the sprinklers on. I, I did. Yeah. I think it about, about got you drenched, and then the lights yeah, went they, out. Right. The sprinklers come over too far oh. into yeah. the stands, but uh, wow. and the lights came, the lights went out when I was in the middle of it, and then uh, I. Uh, that's the second time I've been locked in the stadium. I, one time I was shooting a video. I did it used to do this week in the life deal, and I was in the stadium, and uh, I let a door close behind me, and I was locked in this little small area. You know, probably like a 300 square foot area where there was a a, lo- a padlock on the gate and uh and the door locked behind me and i had to scale the fence then but uh yeah the uh i don't i hope i don't have to do that again the knees aren't what they used to be when i hit the ground it was uh it was jarring <laughs> but uh, i thought about recording mm. that part but uh then i was thinking man if i if i fall and bust my tail i don't know if i'll ever mm-hmm. live it down so uh, we stopped the video there but i did make it out there were people that were worried they're like some people going like Legend has it that the ghost of Trey Biddy still roams back <laughs> 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 stadium and there was hashtags free Trey Biddy, but uh, it was all pretty funny, but uh, made for good content, I guess. And an otherwise disappointing night. My, my, my things we learn. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Hello, Randy and uh, Rick and uh, Ray. And uh, what's up, uh, Hi. Trey? You know, you know, a lot of pe- a lot of people, you know, wanted to. They lauded, um, you know, Danny Rose as, as an upgrade from Kendall Browse. Um, But if we're being honest here, that man jumped from job to job the last five six years exactly the same amount of time as Kendall did. Like nobody was retaining him. Um, so his style of offense. I mean, I don't know how you you try to uh, get KJ to learn a new offense in a prove-it year in his last year 
especially a critical year for Sam Pittman, and think that that's going to be successful. You know, uh, and when we Trey, 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 why don't you yeah. address that, Mike? All right, thank you, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, going into the the season, what we knew about Danny knows. I felt like there was an upgrade for quarterback coach, um, and then we'd kind of just see what kind of play caller he would be for KJ. Uh, so far, yeah, it feels like they've missed the mark on some things. Uh, I think there's still time for him to get adjusted. We saw that last time he was here, and they figured some things out and put up, you know, had a pretty prolific offense after that. Um, you know, Dan has been obviously let go from jobs here and there, but. Um, you know, he left Alabama on his own to take the offensive coordinator job at Miami um, and then was let go there and then went to Cincinnati, left Cincinnati on his own. I believe it was Cincinnati and went to Maryland, left Maryland on his own to go to Arkansas. So uh, not entirely accurate on all that. But uh, they got to, yeah, I mean, with Kendall leaving, I mean, I don't know that I don't know that they had a whole lot of control over that. It was Kendall, Kendall's decision to do that. Um and they've got to get some things figured out on offense. They did put up 424 yards, uh, but didn't score a lot of points. I mean, special teams got them seven. They scored 24 points otherwise. So, yeah, I mean, they've, they've got to figure some things out, and there's not a lot of time. You know, football, guys, how long do these team? you know, they've been pre- preparing eight months for this season. And, you know, ever since baseball season ended, Arkansas fans are like, football season, when's football season going to get here? The summer feels like it's taking forever. Need a game. Guys, we're a quarter of the way through this season already. It goes like that. It goes fast. Um, and I know everybody's disappointed, but it's the roller coaster you signed up for when you became a college football fan. This is the ride. It's emotions. It's highs and lows. You feel like one minute you're – you're cheering your head off, and it's always going to be like this, and 40 minutes later, 40 seconds later, you get your guts ripped out, you know. Um, you win a game you're not supposed to, and the SEC championship game isn't far-fetched. You lose a game you're not supposed to, and it's time to tear the whole thing down and rebuild and start over. That is the ride that we're on in college football. And right now, we're on the other side of it, and it stinks. Um, if you win, I mean, the reward is you get six days of good vibes. That's that's pretty much what it is. So um, I know everybody's disappointed. I'm disappointed too, mad, all that. Um, but you got to understand it's football, and that's just how it goes. As I said earlier, the script isn't always how we play it. We plan it out. Um, I have certain questions about this team. I don't know that they're going to get it fixed. I like the looks of the defense. They got some problems on the offensive line. Got some problems with play calling, um, and some personnel decisions. I think they could do better at on offense. So let's see if they get it figured out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand why everybody's incredibly discouraged right now. I'm there with you. J.K., good afternoon. you have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do, and Tyler, too. Uh, with J.K.'s uh, JK, KJ's game, uh, how does that translate to the NFL? How he gets beat up and whatever. And I, I'm just, just to the end of the year or whatever – his passing ability, how how does that translate to the NFL? Is he going to be a commodity? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Well, I still think KJ, you know, can be drafted. I don't know, like, I'm going to say he's a starting quarterback in the NFL or anything right now, but I think he's got the physical tools to be a draftable candidate. We'll see. I mean, he's playing in more of a pro-style offense, so we'll see how he develops as we move forward. But, um 
you know, nobody's going to look good at quarterback. And, there, yes, there were times he held the ball too much, but there were also plenty of times where he didn't. Um, nobody's going to look good when they've got somebody in their face. I don't care who you've got at quarterback. Well, Trey, I, I, I played for one guy in my junior year, played for a different guy in my senior year. It makes a world of difference. Changing offense is tough. Shador Sanders, three weeks ago, we didn't think he could play college football the, at the FBS, now they, they think he's going to win the Heisman Trophy, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, and be a first-round draft pick. All right, Trey, we will talk to you tomorrow. That's Trey Bye, Media of Hogsports.com.